0: Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm
1: Axel York. I'm Eric Corbridge. Hey guys, a uh, few purposes to this show, okay? Um, a couple things as far as elevating your skill set, uh, helping you develop uh, skills that you need, uh, practical skills that you'll use in the field and in training and developing your team. Uh, we'll talk a lot about personal development, growth, having the right mindset, really. Taking you to the next level in sales, in life, and in your career here at B3.
0: Guys, make sure to check back regularly to stay up to date, get some insider tips, learn what it takes to really get to the next level, and stay elevated. Welcome back to another episode of the Elevate Podcast. Today, Eric Corbridge and myself have an opportunity to sit down and discuss extreme ownership. Um, hopefully, this is a concept you guys are all familiar with, uh, but nonetheless, there should be some good takeaways from this episode. Among other things, we discuss how there's no bad teams, only bad leaders. We discuss how to learn from your mistakes, why it's important to learn from your mistakes. We discuss building trust with your team. We discuss leading from the front and why it's important. And we discuss, obviously, accountability. Um, how to hold yourself accountable, why it's important to hold yourself accountable, and much, much more. Hope you guys enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Elevate Podcast. Boom. We have a very ordinary episode today <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Mr. Eric Corbridge. What's up, guys? Good to be back on the mic. Back on the mic. Coming live. And myself, Axel York. We are currently eating fish skin and coconuts (laughs) and crispy squid and crispy squid some some treats from uh, from Asia Mm, delicious yeah you guys are missing out (laughs) Um, so yeah today um, want to kind of do a deep dive into the concept of extreme ownership Um, something we talked about quite a bit Uh, I know we've ran Different leadership trainings around this, gear around this. Uh, we have yet to do a podcast, so we want to kind of rehash some of those those old concepts and, and bring you know bring in some new ideas. Um, Got to give credit, obviously where it's due. This idea, Jocko, baby, is Jocko, my boys, <laughs> Jocko's uh, his his baby. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jocko Willink was a Navy SEAL for twenty odd years um He served multiple tours in um, the Middle East, uh, most notably you know the Battle of Ramadi which was mm-hmm. a yeah pretty pretty hellish experience yeah. uh, the way that he tells it and, and other people tell it. Uh, but through that he learned this lesson of extreme ownership and just to you know put it as succinctly as, as possible, um, it's just this idea that anything that you have, I would say, influence over, um, you, you take ownership of. Um, and the idea being anything that you have influence mm-hmm. over, you have control over, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a ton of great examples in, in the book and we can make a bunch of great examples as far as you, know, you as a rep, you as a leader, um, whatever it may be. The, the one that I like to make, just because a lot of people think it sounds very outlandish, and when I've said it before, they're like, "You're kidding me! Like that's that's ludicrous." Um, I actually mentioned it the other day to somebody who hadn't heard the idea, um, and it was you know, it was almost mind-boggling for them. But it's this idea of like, let's say I'm a passenger in the car with sure. Eric, and mm-hmm. we're driving down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm I'm on my phone and I'm mm-hmm. you know texting, emailing, whatever. Um, Eric is gets distracted. Yeah. For for example. Rear ends of the car in front of us. You know, most people are going to say that's that's completely the your fault. fault. Yeah, passenger. You know, they're they're not at fault. Um, you can take it a step further and say, let's say you're driving my car. Um, there's a chance that most of the people listening to this episode would be very upset with Eric. Mm-hmm. The idea of extreme ownership is, hey, you had influence over the situation. Yeah. you could have been paying attention, and you could have warned him about the car and the the imminent accident um, that's the kind of mindset that you want to gravitate towards well right?
1: I, I I like that that idea and concept it's funny actually that you bring that up because I I was um, I'm teaching my son how to drive and it's a uh, you know
0: harrowing experience <laughs> it's a nightmare
1: it's crazy I thought I'd be one of those cool dads you know kick back yeah yeah no just yeah floor it, right. give it to it you know yeah <clears throat> and I don't think it's good that he's learning to drive in a Tesla but uh, it's a little too fast right. for him, <clears throat> but um, I was talking to him about this, and my wife actually got uh, rear-ended a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and um, and I was I was talking to him this uh, this idea that that it's actually uh, talking about stream ownership. It's actually a lot of times it's actually your fault, even that if you get rear-ended, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's like if you. And I'm trying to teach them, like, you got to look like 12 seconds ahead, right. right? You see brake lights way up there, mm-hmm. it's your job to start slowing down now to tell the people behind you to slow down because yeah. what happens if you keep going and then all of a sudden you you slam on your ba- brakes really yeah. hard, well guess what? That person that hit you in the back, that was preventable. Mm-hmm. That's your fault. Yeah. That's your fault that you hit that person. Now obviously right. the insurance company isn't going sure, to say that. But I, but I was I was trying to get that their insurance man. yeah <laughs> right, yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to get that point across, and it, it was kind of like mind-boggling for him to think like, "Hey, why would it be my fault if somebody runs into me?" No, right. dude, you weren't. You were paying attention. That's totally preventable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, and and you know it's it's interesting. And I think back to when this idea and this concept was was introduced to me, and you know this was a few years ago. now, obviously, when I first read the book and. And it's it's so cool. And obviously we had that retreat, you know, years ago, and that was our main focus is is extreme ownership. And um, you know, this is something that we've a lot of people within the organization have listened to, have gone through and and studied this book, and it's so funny to see that I can totally tell the people that read it. Can't you? You know what I mean? Like in the different departments and different department heads, I'm like, oh, they've read the book. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those one of those ones that you know that they're like, okay. No, that's my fault. Um, I'm sorry that 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 came to this. Uh, Let me let me fix this. You know what I mean? Like almost that type of taking it upon their shoulders, Um, even if it's like, oh, I didn't even think that was right. It fell under your umbrella or even your responsibility. But yet these people, I've seen it. They just take these ownership of stuff and I'm like, that wasn't even your job. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, Yeah. you've read the book. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: And wow. no, I mean, that that's a great point. And I think people, I, you know, and I don't know, I don't know exactly where it comes from, but I think people are conditioned, maybe it's just societally, it's, you know, potentially it's like a, just a mimetic thing. Like you see other people do it, um, right. kind of pass the buck. And so you develop this, you know, this uh, approach and who knows, because I've seen it with like my niece and nephew who are, you know, six years old and, yeah. and eight years old. And it's like, they, they don't. Take responsibility by default. Like default is like yes. pass pass the blame to yeah. something else, someone else. Um, but when you see that, um, you know, and just yeah, I'm gonna get that out of them. I'm gonna totally, yeah, we'll just work that out. Of them. We'll so work we got to do boot out. camps. <laughs> Extreme ownership boot camps <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, for kids really, six yeah, and under. Yeah, hey, you
1: can't start too young, man. That's right.
0: And, um, <laughs> You know, the, uh, when you see that in somebody, when you see somebody taking that level of ownership, it's it's incredible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's an idea I think we've talked about a little bit, which is, you know, sometimes it's hard for you to see your blind spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so just, yeah, I mean, do that. Do reflect on like the, the outcomes and the decisions that you're making, how you react to them, and try to make a conscious effort yeah, to take extreme ownership, it's it's really ch- challenging.
1: Well, it, it, it's not it's it, it's not natural. Mm-hmm. It, it really isn't because when when something happens, it's like our natural instinct kicks in and we're like, "Oh, dude, that's not my problem. Oh, dude, that's yeah. not my fault. Oh, yeah, that was him. That was her. That was whatever." And well, I mean, think of it. The opposite of extreme ownership is blame, mm-hmm. right? Right? Is yeah. is blaming it and pointing fingers, and it's it's so much easier to blame. I mean, it's, it comes naturally, it flows, it, you know, it's easy to point fingers at other people and, and yeah, you have to consciously train yourself to be like, no, how, now, how is this, you know, or, you know this is, this is my responsibility here. Yeah. What, how is this my responsibility or or almost internalizing it to the fact of, uh, okay, this, this could have been prevented or I could have done this or I, I should have done this or I could have been more involved or, you know, something. And, and especially as, as leaders, and I I meet with um, you know with with the managers and, and assistant managers, I I I love it when they when they take extreme ownership. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. To, and and the respect that I have for them as leaders, you know, it
0: uh, increases.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it re- it really does, and I and I see it. I like, can I tell, and they're like, Hey, man, yeah, he he didn't he had a really rough week, and it's totally my fault. Mm-hmm. I haven't given him enough attention in the field. I haven't pop knocked with him for a while or I haven't, you know, I haven't shadowed him on an appointment yeah. or, or whatever, whatever it is, the, the lack of production in their team, they take full responsibility. The lack of production in the individual, they take full responsibility. And, and even when a, <clears throat> even when a rep, you know, leaves or quits or something, it's like, you know, as, as leaders, a lot of, uh, all, almost all of our leaders will take that upon themselves. Dude, it's totally my fault. I should have spent some more time with him. Yeah. I should help him out. I didn't even know he was struggling as much as he was financially or, or in this situation where, you know, his yeah. old job was trying to, you know, recruit him back or whatever. And I should have had my, you know, ears out to, yeah. to this. And
0: well, yeah. let's just zoom out on that real quick yeah. because, um, something special happens there and and you know i don't know if anybody to this is asking like what's the you know efficacy of extreme ownership like why is it why is it important why is it helpful um when you have everybody in the chain of command or everybody in the organization taking extreme ownership um you're gonna find a solution
1: yeah as opposed
0: to everybody blaming Blaming. and and not taking accountability it's like well yeah, you Somebody know what? Else. Sales is yeah. Numbers are down. Like Eric will take care of that. Yeah, you know? that's that doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah, it's not my problem. Right, it's Eric's well, no, no. problem. Yeah, it is. Recruiting It's again. always my
1: problem. <laughs> if recruits down, that is my problem. That's right. <laughs> um, it is. I should know, be more involved. I should be. I should. You know. yeah. I should be keeping track of who's coming in our doors. I should be making sure that our managers are spending time and recognizing these new people coming sure. in, that they're standing up in front of correlation, yeah. introducing themselves, feeling sure. welcome. Like all this sure. stuff that I'm supposed to be training.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, and, and ultimately like not yeah, not your job, not your your responsibility per se. But when you take that approach, even even let's say as a leader, let's say that that I had a severe deficit when it came to, to ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, if you took that approach, it's almost by yeah, default yeah. going to force me because I'll be like, whoa, wait, Florida. Eric, whoa, no, no. I got this. This, is my, yeah, this yeah. is my my, thing. Like, so it's a really great tool to leverage with the, the people that report to you as well. Like, yeah. just leading leading by example, right? And and I get people that ask me that a lot when I talk about extreme ownership, which is like, well, if everybody's taking ownership over the same problem, like... Is that too many people yeah, working like on what's, the same problem? Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. And, and it's, it's a, you know, it's a somewhat valid question, but it just goes back to that idea of like, if, if everybody's involved in taking ownership, mm-hmm. it, it's going to get solved. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, I, ha- I, ha- I've seen that on several levels, yeah. even with myself, it's like, you know, maybe a, a, a sales, uh, a sales associate uh, will, will reach out to me, sales support, reach out to me like, Hey, um, looks like sales are slow this week. What, what can I do to help? Like, what? Like it's not your problem, yeah. you know what I mean? Like how is that your yeah. problem? And um and it's it's really interesting to see that and it, and it's it's um you know that type of mentality it's is why we reach goals that we really do. Yeah. Can handle well, the, the smell of the fish anymore? Got to uh, move uh, it away a little. Bit. <laughs> this crispy. That crispy squid. Out, dude, I'm getting good with that thing. That's
0: delicious. <laughs> um, but you know, case in point, you you just got out of uh you know, a meeting with the ops team, yeah. right? Training, uh-huh. training some of the the folks on, um, I yeah, how to deal with, I mean, sales reps with customers, you mm-hmm. you name it, and, and you've done this, you know, on a on a fairly regular cadence. Now, yep. um, again, just this this extreme ownership idea. I don't think anybody would necessarily expect, and I don't think you should expect to spend time with like, a, a permit runner, because mm-hmm. you have no influence there, like. Mm-hmm. They're not interfacing with customers right, really right, right. reps, you know. Yeah. Um, or even like let's say with the the install crew, like maybe for like the customer interaction. Sure. Um, but nobody's expecting you to like train them on how to install properly, mm-hmm. right? Right, so, right? So there's obviously boundary lines, yeah. There's a line, ownership. there's a line. So you yeah. just have to ask yourself like where you know where do I have influence? Right. And and going back like let look in like a, a rep, for example. Um, what's another great one is, is area is a problem or, yeah,
1: yeah, sure. You know, or it's always area or there's,
0: you know, ops problems or whatever the heck it is. Right. There's, well, yeah, there's always this problem. And, and so, I mean, what's the right approach? Let's, let's just start with the, the area management. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a rep comes like, like what would be the correct response for a rep um, from an extreme ownership standpoint that has concerns about, about area area I would I would think it would be along the lines of hey I need to uh, I need to
1: uh, adapt my pitch a little bit to this mm-hmm. demographic maybe right. it's different maybe it's and again I'm you know you're in a you're in a, a rich high-end area knocking mm-hmm. million dollar houses versus you know 250,000 dollar houses right. uh, yeah your pitch is gonna you're gonna have to adapt and adjust and and maybe pitch a little differently, man, I really got to learn this, this geographic. I need to learn how to talk to these kind of people. Um, yeah. and maybe it's, it's different from what you've pitched before. And, and so it's, it's not, it's not, it's not the area, right? right? You look within and say, what can I do? I need to adjust to my pitch. I need to study my pitch. I need to reach out to somebody who's who's been successful in areas similar to this, or maybe the same exact area that I'm knocking in, yeah. right? Like, what am I doing? to To improve my skills to be able to sell in
0: this specific area, it's it's right. not it's not the area. Sure. Well, and and the reality is, it could be it could be simply I need to work harder. Right. right? Totally. You yeah, know. I'm
1: not putting in enough time. Like, especially if the area is hard, if the area is difficult. Well, that that isn't that's in the time to to work your regular hours that you've been working. No, that's time to bust your butt mm-hmm. and take ownership of like, hey, I got. I'm going to conquer this area. This
0: area is not going to get the best of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and a lot of people, I think, you know, they, I don't think they go far enough in that idea of, of extreme ownership because sometimes it's the it's the hard things. Sometimes yeah. you got to do the hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just simply like, well, I need to take extreme ownership and, you know, maybe I need to just think outside of the box here. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, that's great. Do that. But also recognize that potentially it's just you need to work. More hours. You need yeah. to work harder. You need to be more efficient with your time. Whatever it is, right? Yeah, totally. Let's jump to um, to ops problems. Like, yeah, this is you know this is one that you I mean, it's not super common, but you, you hear it once in a while. Um, you know, maybe a rep's pushing through some wacky. Wacky deal. Let me see those notes. Yeah, no, no, yeah, get your hands off <laughs> these
1: notes. These are my ideas, not yours. Maybe. <laughs> right. So
0: maybe they're pushing through yeah. some some wacky, you know, install, which is great because <laughs> we've been preaching that idea that that you know ready ready fire aim or that shoot you shoot, shoot first, first ask, ask questions later. later. Absolutely. Um, just right, well, throw it, <clears> throw it in, and it, it gets yeah. kicked back or something, and they get you know they're dejected. Like again the. The, the right approach isn't to like get frustrated with the process the right yeah. approach is to take ownership and say well hey if I had more volume this wouldn't affect me as much
1: totally right totally yeah I you know I I hate to say it, but I have seen this often and I've seen it yeah where it's you know it's the it's site surveyors fault, or you know reps will say I'll say cool hey what's your goal this week or what are you going for or, what'd you get at the end of the week or the beginning of the next week hey how'd last week go they're like, well, the office lost two deals for me. Um, site survey lost one deal. So I would have had three, you know what I mean? I didn't actually end up having any, but I would have had three if blah, 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 blah. Like obviously that's the opposite. And it's, it's, I've seen people blame site surveys. I've been seeing people blame losing a deal over OAs or post OAs or the installers lost the deal for me customer service lost a deal for me. Right. Nobody loses a deal for you. Like, yeah. like I just, those those words, like I cringe when I hear yeah. those and
0: I'm like, here's a book, read this, you yeah. know what I mean, like seriously. Well, and and yeah, I mean, let's unpack that a little bit because I, I think that's a really great example. Like, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah let's say that, that, you know, this rep, Johnny, you know, he, he's got a deal I don't think we've ever had Johnny. That's why I used it. That's great. I actually <laughs> checked the database. <laughs> um, so, Johnny has this deal, falls um, through. Let's just say it's the one of the OAs' faults, you yeah. know, and, and hey, the OAs caused me to, to lose this deal. Did the OAs make a mistake on that account? Yeah, there's probably. Yeah, sure. You know, let's say in this hypothetical, yes, they, they did. Yeah. Um, but again, one, is your pipeline full enough so that that losing that deal doesn't matter? Because that's going to happen. Like you're, yeah. you're going to lose some some deals, but more so than that, like let's pretend that your pipeline isn't full. Uh, did you have influence over saving that account? One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Like you're, you were the one. You were the one in front of that customer. Right. The OA they don't know the OA. They don't yeah. know what they sent was, was right or wrong or, and, and
0: could you have sold it better? So it was a more solid deal, right? There's, there's like, what could I
1: have done to, to prepare for a a possible mistake? Like Mm -hmm. give myself some wiggle room. Like, how did I set this up? Did I say, cool, these are the numbers. This is what it's going to be. And this is, you know what I mean? Like, like, right. And then, and then it changes and you're like, oh, well, I I can't change it. I already told the customer that's going to be that. Well, why'd you tell like, Why'd you why'd you sound so indefinite? You could have you could have made a difference. You could have made adjustments to yeah. the way you were pitching on the yeah. way you were talking about us.
0: And and that's like that's what everybody should take away, I think, from from the call is is I mean, if anything, it's just to to learn from that stuff. Like yes, yeah. yeah, start working towards towards that extreme ownership, but not for the sake of just because Jocko's a you know Badass, and, you know, like, <laughs> emulate you. him, but do yeah. it because it's going to be a really good learning opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, um, well, I think a part of that too is,
1: is and I think you we, we touched about it a little bit, but um, setting the example, and, and, and you guys, you know, again, making up your mind. I, I don't care if you're a rep in training or, or rep or junior rep or. Um, making up your mind that that you're going to be a leader within this organization mm-hmm. um, I've been talking a lot about that as I've done some correlations this month It's kind of been a, a theme of mine and and um, and when you're a leader within the organization um, and you have this type of mentality, you watch to see it trickle down to your your team right, right. And, and 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 so it it absolutely starts with you mm-hmm. like it absolutely this, this type of effect. And, and, you know, I remember studying this book and, and applying it right away and, and loving it and really embracing the, the ideas and the concepts. And, you know, it, it has this, this trickle down type of type of effect. And so in, in in your mind, you decide that you're going to be a leader. This is a, this is a huge part of that, a huge part of that okay. to be able to be an effective leader um, that people, you know, admire, look up to respect, right. want to be like, yeah. um, it's not the guy that's, I don't know. I, I, I literally can't think of a leader in our organization that is the opposite of this. Like who in our organization blames everybody for him? Nobody. Yeah. You look at Margaret, you look yeah. at Rachel, you look at TCAD, yeah. you look at all these, all these, these great people that we have working in the organization. You watch everything like extreme ownership. Hey man, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry I lost that deal. Yeah. Like I didn't mean to say that. I blah, blah, blah. I came out wrong or they misunderstood me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he'll, I mean, it, I've just seen it so yeah. many times from leaders in our organization right. and it's a key to this, to leadership. Yeah. You well,
0: and, and here's an idea just to, I don't I don't know why this made me think of it, but one of the things that I have seen with people that do struggle with this idea of extreme ownership is then putting the onus on other people for the extreme ownership, which is totally oh, the opposite. Yeah, 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 approach, yeah. Right? yeah. You're like, like hey, no, take extreme yeah, ownership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, don't, whoa, do don't do that. Don't backfire. that. Anybody yeah. listening to this? That is not a <laughs> true that's, that's not it. But yeah, the the idea here that, that I think you're you're um, meandering to, if I, if I say that. No, you, know, you can't the, say that. You're <laughs> eloquently articulating <laughs> Thank you. It's this idea that um, you know, there's there's no bad teams. There's only bad leaders, right? And. And there's an example in the book that's really good, but I'm going to use my own example because I just came back from the Philippines. Yeah. And we did, uh, we were working with the the APAC team over Mm -hmm. there. And um, we did a boot camp on the beach, Um, similar to what we did in San Diego. Oh, yeah. We did like all the same exercise. That was awesome. It was great. Yeah.
1: Pushing it to the limits. Yeah. Somebody threw up, didn't they? I yeah, I, think. I don't know who it was one of the viewers they knows, threw up, yeah. but they kept But they going. kept going. They kept yeah. going.
0: <laughs> Give that man some credit. Um and uh, so we did this uh, we did this well, so we did two things. The the first one that we did, um, it wasn't super physical. Mm-hmm. there was some physicality of the challenges, uh, but a lot of it was just like teamwork based. You know, so it was yeah. some silly stuff like it, it was like the telephone game, but like for charades. Oh, so you got like okay you know, pantomime things out and you go in a circle and people are blindfolded and you take it off and you try, try to guess. And hopefully communication teamwork. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so the first, the first event we did on the first day of the retreat and, um, you know, my, my team won. We, Mm. we just freaking smoked them. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's bizarre. (laughs) Uh, but so, so, and here's the thing, just so people like, we also, we had two, um, we had two other people leading teams that were both like U.S. people, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like me leading against you know oh, yeah, yeah, sure. team leads. It was like we were all from the states, yeah. high performers, like yeah, sure. So it was a pretty evenly stacked deck, and and then we roll into the boot camp, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well we got to mix the teams up. Yeah, part of me didn't want to because I'm like, yeah, because yeah, like, I, I got a team here. I got some people here. Yeah, and then I thought I was like, well, one, that's not necessarily like fair. We gotta we gotta yes. shake it up. And number two, I came back to this concept of like, you know, no bad teams or good teams, yeah, sure. right? Leaders. Only only good or bad leaders. And second day, it was a landslide victory. Like oh. we just we we ran away with it. Um, That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, and so that example you can apply anywhere, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's the same thing. That the example that they have in the book is you know you've the got boats. your yeah you the boat crew two yeah, boat, boat crew two. six. Yeah. Um, I think it was what boat crew. You know, six was complaining about his team, the, the mm-hmm. team captain. Right. Switch crews. Switch you know, leaders. Or, yeah, sorry, switch, yeah, leaders. switch leaders. Um, and and now boat crew six is smoking. Yeah. But it just totally flip flopped, right? I love it. I love it. It's so, it's
1: so it's so it's so eye opening to to hear that stuff and yeah. realize how you know how how true it is and you know real life experience like yours and in mm-hmm. the book and you know I've I've seen some experiences within you know, working here and yeah. being a part of this organization where it's like totally. man, it's so the the leader, you know, it's like, hey, what's going on in this in this, you know, with this team? Yeah and, and it's like, hey, let's what if we did this or what if we did that and we switch it up a little bit and then it's like dude and then the team starts to throw down and right. they produce like a ton. I've I've seen it play yeah. out in our organization. Yeah. It's just like it's so um, yeah, it's eye opening and it's um, yeah, it's interesting to see what type of influence though. Yeah, one 100%. person can have on the organization.
0: Yeah, and it's I, there's so many things that that influence it, but like, yeah, I think I think extreme ownership, you know, is is one um, mm-hmm. example, and I think leading from the front, like, yeah, it's another another big one, right? And we we saw it even in the the San Diego. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We actually keep score as well as I would have liked, and there's no like teammates yeah, per se. Well, we just, won. I know well, that. Well, you know the, the, the actually. That. If you look yeah, at yeah, the yeah, points, I mean, just the- like <laughs> I, you maybe are counting how many people puked no, on no. your team, in which case, yes, you yes, did. you guys, you guys, take a like I actually think it was split. I think it was a tie for who puked, but yeah, um, <laughs> right. You know, but yeah, even still, like you can you can see just the way that 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 event and that course like played out, like the the mm-hmm. people that were you know pushing hard. It was elevating the rest of the team's yeah. performance, right? Totally. Um, and just even that man who puked, whoever he may yeah, be. Yeah, I, I don't know what it um, was, but impressive. Yeah, yeah. I was. What did was he like, do? He just kept. Yeah. he just kept going. And and like, I variety. know that the people on his team, you know, initially were like, "Ooh, yeah." ugh. And but then, oh <laughs> oh like, oh! Look at this okay, guy. Okay, look at this guy. <laughs> he's Motivation, got, right? Like, still left yeah, he just yacked, and he's going to keep going. Like, oh, I got mine more in doing? the tank. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can I can push harder. You right?
1: You always have more than you more than you think, in you.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, one one idea that you know Jocko talks a lot about in the book too is, um, you know, he talks about this idea that excuses are cancer, right? Yeah. And um, you know, I I have. Uh, I've, I've seen that i've certainly you know been around people that are just constantly just full of full of excuses you know what i mean yeah. there's there's blaming there's excuses and um and it, it spreads like wildfire you know what i mean it's like you know just just imagine a, a leader you know making an excuse yeah no we um yeah this was our goal but we ended up hitting this it was but it was mostly because of the rain you know what i mean they're not blaming that right. person or an individual but it's yeah. like well, yeah, it was no, it's just been so rainy out here yeah. and, and windy, you know, and and so our reps are getting, you know, wet and cold and yeah. you know, they're, they're quitting early. So, yeah, I totally would have had it except for blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like whatever follows after that is is an excuse. Like, yeah, I would have but this and this and this and this happened. Like sure. that happened, that happened, that happened. That's and 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 I I've, I've seen it I've literally seen it ruin teams. Mm-hmm. Like if a leader starts to talk like that, a leader starts to be full of excuses, it spreads like a cancer yeah. throughout throughout his or her team. And cool. and I and I've seen it. Um, yeah, I've seen it literally devastate and yeah. and ruin a, you, you know some teams right. before. And well so, it's
0: it's part of why. And I think I've I've mentioned this to you you before. I know I've said this to some people on my team, but like yeah. I hate the word hope. And try yeah, as yeah, it yeah. relates to yeah. like, your job. Yeah, um, it's you know what's Yoda, what's Yoda saying. You know, there's not try. Or there's do. only do. Yeah, or something. in the Yoda's version. Yeah, like there's no try. There's either you do it or you don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and that that makes so much more sense from an extreme ownership standpoint. Yeah. It's like yeah. you you have control over it. Like you you have control over your KPIs, over your metrics, yeah. like. You hit him or you don't there's no like i hope i will like, i'm gonna well, well we're, gonna go. we're gonna try if it doesn't rain we're for sure gonna fingers <laughs> well, crossed right so i yeah i really like that that concept and that's the, a that great idea concept. like and then so it's funny you you mentioned i don't know maybe this is part of what i was like hey let's, let's do extreme ownership talk um i saw in the ubis city office in, in keller's office there's a little sticker i think it's actually a grant cardo sticker but it says no negativity Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And what you just said just reminded me of that. Because immediately, I just thought about, like, the impact of negativity in an office. And and excuses are a form of negativity. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And just, just, everybody listening, just wrap your head around that for a second. Like, like somebody who is positive and optimistic, um, setting good goals, pushing towards them, not making excuses, not being negative versus the person who's making excuses. Be be around negative.
1: I find it, I find it emotionally exhausting to be around a negative person. You know what I mean? And like, like what just, just uh, there's this one person I'm thinking of uh, from a previous job years ago and I don't know why when I think of negative people, I think of (laughs) this person and and literally everything Everything that that happened to her and everything that she thought and and the words that came out of her mouth were just. Ne- I was like, yeah. you are the most negative person I've <laughs> ever been around, and I wasn't around her by choice. I just yeah. happened to be uh, work with her. Yeah. And um, and it um. I was I was it, it just baffled my mind, and and what I saw, is is her negativity started to play out in her life, mm-hmm. and it was like this like spiral of this like it was so crazy to me like one bad thing after right. another bad thing and I, after another and I'm like how the heck is all this crazy stuff happening to yeah. you and like I mean she's a good good person and, yeah. and not you know trying to cause problems or sure. trouble or you know law buying citizen you know what right. I mean but yeah, yeah. but it was like it was almost like a a a, <coughs> a, a self-perceived prophecy self-fulfilling prophecy, self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy that that um, the that stuff started to to happen in her life and sure. literally spiral out of control. Yeah. It came to the point where she was like, she couldn't even function. I mean, yeah. she couldn't even work effectively right. because of all this stuff well, that's piling I up. I mean,
0: you see that with people that, like, you know, the people that just, like, thrive on, like, conflict and drama, yes. for lack of a yes. better term. Yeah, like, totally. I've, I've seen that a number yeah. of times and, like, the only explanation there, because they're just, they're surrounded by it, but they you know, they might even claim that they hate it. And yeah. Like, I want to get away from it. They love it's it. Like, no, no, no. There's like no, there's like an addiction yeah. to it because yeah. which makes sense. Like let's just say you've been raised in that type of an environment, sure. you don't know anything else, like mm-hmm. you can't function out, outside of that, right? And it's the same thing with excuses. Like if you were if you're conditioned to to making excuses, if you've been raised around that, if yeah. you've been exposed to it it's going to be the natural course of act. It's going to be, almost it's going to be addiction. harder to break. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to gravitate towards that because that's what you know, and people gravitate towards what's comfortable. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What it's a part of why we to. always say yeah. like, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, yeah, get out of comfort zone, like get out of the excuse zone, get out of the drama zone, get out of the, yeah. you know, crap is tough zone. Like, yeah. yeah. Get in, get into a new zone. Yeah. Um, let's uh let's just transition because we're we're running short on time yeah um i i don't know if there's anything specifically like you want to cover i mean there's a lot more we, we may have to do like a, a part two later mm-hmm. in the week it's actually not a terrible idea yeah um it's not a
1: great idea but it's not a terrible idea <laughs> just kidding i'll take ownership of the half-baked idea half-baked. Um,
0: I, I wanted to just kind of wrap if there's nothing that you have up with um just what like how this idea um, if you can manifest it in your life how it can change your life essentially mm-hmm. um well, that good good point to end on Well
1: yeah yeah no I I, well, I, th- I think you're totally right it, it can totally it can totally change your life and it it can change the it can change the life of others yeah. I I think you know and those who you're close with even outside of work your you know mm-hmm. your significant other your spouse or or, you know, your, your, your parents or your kids or what, whatever, like it it can literally have a, have an effect well beyond just, just you taking extreme ownership, you know what I mean? And, and in in my hopes, that's my hopes, right? That it has an effect on, on the people, members of my team, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, members of my family too, like Mm -hmm. they start to, to see that. And, and, and again, hopefully you know, I can raise my kids in that type of environment where like, no, yeah, that's extreme ownership. Dad, dad, that's what dad did. And you know, hopefully that, that part comes more naturally than it to them than it would to to somebody else. And so don't, don't underestimate the influence that this can have on, on people around you, your close circle of friends, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I think just as, just as much as excuses are cancer, I think extreme ownership that's not a good word to say. It's like cancer, but it spreads. (laughs) It's cancer. (laughs) Let's not, let's not (laughs) go. But like extreme uh, ownership spreads effectively as well. It's viral. It's viral. It's viral. viral. That sounds good. Um, It it can can totally, it can totally go viral as well. You know, and so, so um, realize that, that it's, it starts with you. Realize Mm -hmm. that when you're in a group, a circle of friends, realize when you're in a circle of of coworkers, when you're in a circle of people that, um, you know, that uh, after correlation, in correlation, you know, uh, when you're out in the field with with reps or other people, maybe you're not managing them, maybe you're not the, the leader of them, but um, but but pay attention because the effect and the things that you say and mm-hmm. you know you're 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 taking extreme ownership and, and making sure that you're uh, you're taking ownership over your goals, you're taking ownership of your area. You, you know, you're you're speaking positively. You're not speaking negative about your leaders. You yeah. know what I mean. You want to burn down an organization? Talk bad. Yeah. You know, if reps are talking bad back yeah. and forth about the leader, about the you know yeah. the the manager or the assistant manager, man, that thing will burn down so quick, right? <laughs> and so okay. you yeah. be the you be the instigator. You be the one that that lifts, elevates the conversation to positive stuff to hey no we don't talk about that. Hey we don't even think about that. Hey we don't hey let's not even go there. What can we do to fix this, right? Mm -hmm. You be the leader. It doesn't matter where what setting you're in. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I mean just just some other other areas like taking extreme ownership it it actually gives you a lot of power, right? Like if, if you can take extreme ownership not just over outcomes but over um, emotions, thoughts, actions—like yeah, yeah. so many people are just—they're—I I mean, for lack of a better term, they're like slaves to their emotions, right? Like they just—they
1: adapt to what what's happening. Yeah, to them. they're yeah. just
0: a windsock blowing whichever way the wind yes. takes them, right? Yeah, and and so don't don't let your emotions control you. Like extreme ownership is an outlet. It's a it's a path. Mm. If you will, uh, I will a heuristic, if you will, <laughs> oh, I for you. Don't to... <laughs> know what that word means, but I will. That's right, you will. <laughs> um, yeah, heuristic. It's like a, uh, a principle that you can self-teach. Yes, um, of course, of course. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a heuristic for you to um, better yourself and to yeah. have more control over your your emotions, your thoughts, your actions. Um, having an, a you know having a, an outlook of like what could I have done better right mm-hmm. yeah. and you know again I, I got into a conversation the other day with somebody um, you know as far as like like satisfaction and, and um, you know things like that and 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 fulfillment mm-hmm. I guess and you know I said no, no no like my fulfillment it doesn't come from like a job Sources. done yeah, yeah it comes from the the process yeah number one because when the job's done, that's that's reflection time. That's what could I have sure. done better time. That's not sure. like pat on the back right. time, right? And and everybody should do this, you know. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Jeff Smith on the spot. Just won the tournament. All right. Yeah, kudos. But totally. hopefully, it's not a celebration time right now. Hopefully, it's right. a reflection time of absolutely what could I have done better in that tournament? How could I have got more deals? Yeah. Push through.
1: Absolutely, and he totally thinks like that, which totally. is yeah. which is That's great. Why he's awesome at where see. he's at. Right. See, what's he's, next?
0: Right. He finds fulfillment from the from the process. Right. right? It's through that idea of, like you look forward to vacation more before you take it than than when you're on it. Like, totally. Like so, he's, I mean, he was you know giddy about the the process. Like he took the ceremony. That was probably the only part that he took is like okay, I got to be here. So yeah, I'm just going yeah. I'm gonna I'm not gonna reflect sure. here. I'm yeah. gonna enjoy this and then it's reflection time right absolutely um agree with you. totally and and just yeah not like not getting bogged down how many times have we seen that with reps where those things go wrong and instead of taking ownership it just freaking eats them up yeah. like i i've seen that and it's oh like, yeah you're taking all this mental energy over here it, when you could be it putting it in production
1: it paralyzes them yeah. and then they like i can't even i can't even knock i can't even knock today i literally had to I had to like sit in my car for right. four hours and just yeah. think about this problem that yeah. that I didn't cause and right. that the, the office blah 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 yeah. blah 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 you sure. know what I mean like and
0: there's a feeling like powerlessness with a lack of extreme ownership yeah which like you yeah you can wrap your head around on some level where it's like you know you you feel like these problems are happening to you and you have no control over them so. What am I going to do but just ruminate on this yeah. problem for yeah. hours and hours and...
1: stew over it? Yeah, no,
0: extreme <laughs> ownership. Move past it. Right? Yeah. What did what? What could you do better? Like add some wrong?
1: spices to it and stew this thing up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll make a big old pot of uh, of sorrow and misery yeah. and yeah. negativity. You know. Totally. Yeah. And it's
0: you know it's, yeah. So then just it goes back to that idea of like you know you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna mess up learn yeah. from it improve move past it get better well and it's it's almost you know I
1: I would rather from a from a leader you know I I love it when leaders are are confident and and you know they they stay away from the am hey, I'm, yeah I'm gonna try to man we're gonna try and hit our numbers this quarter and man right you know this idea like you were talking about like oh no I hope uh, yeah I hope I hope uh, I hope we recruit some more people so that we yeah. can hit our numbers like yeah. Right. I, I usually don't hear that kind of stuff from our leaders. It's like, no, dude, we're going to hit this. Like we're going yeah. for it. We're, we're all in. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're all our chips are on the table. Yeah. We're going, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. Rain or shine, doesn't matter. I'm going for it. Yeah. And just the fact that they, that they say it like that versus the other way, Right. I'm like, sweet, man, yeah. you just, don't you tend to like, like, Oh, Those yeah. people, you're like, yeah, dude, he's a go-getter. 100%. She's a go-getter. You know what I mean? Like, she's gonna make it happen. And and maybe they fall short. We don't always hit our goals. Sure. We've fallen short before. But you know what? That's the that's the mentality. That's yeah. it, extreme ownership yeah. is a is a is a mentality. It's not just right. It's not just the words that we're saying. Oh, yeah. it's, it's how we're thinking. It's how. We're thinking. No, you, yeah,
0: you have to you have to rewire your brain to an extent to to that ideology. Yeah, hundred percent. Totally. Like. Yeah. Anyways, so until uh, that's a nice, saver. Uh, until until uh, part two. Yeah, which could be coming next week. As long or as next as month. long as
1: we bring the fish skin, the we hot fish skins. Fish skin I think I'm liking the spicy ones rather than the the sweet yeah, I might fish just skins. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely decimate these fish skins.
1: These are so we good, man. To I'm down these like two. like hot cakes, man. Until next year, when I'm back in
0: Asia. <laughs>
1: Right. So well, stay awesome.
0: Soon. All um, right guys, thanks for joining cool. us. Thanks
1: for listening in. Yeah, Apply you this stuff, learn DM Eric <laughs> Yeah, got the, I got uh, a big old stack. All right. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Cool. Thanks, bye.